welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, in today's video, we're going to be reacting to another Etsy seller's YouTube video where she shares what she thinks, in her words, killed her Etsy shop. So let's get to it. By the way, thank you to the viewer who sent me this video and wanted my opinion on it. I do appreciate when you guys share like good content with me like this. I would consider this an example. So the video we're going to react to is from The Teacher and Beyond on YouTube. Go show her some love if you like her content and her delivery. I know other YouTubers really appreciate that. It's going to be the first link in the description in case you want to go check it out and subscribe. Also, I uh, am starting the video at about four and a half minutes in where she starts to talk about her previous sales before they fell off a cliff, then what they became after they slowed down, and then she gets into why she thinks they slowed down. So, Also, I'm going to speed it up to about 1.25x speed, just so you know, and let's get to it. The gross sales in December of 2022 were $62,000, but the profit was $8,500. So definitely nowhere near 21 or $22,000. That was so crazy the previous year. My profit margin was about half of what it used to be. But not only was my profit a lot lower, but my profit margin was about half of what it was in 2021. And that's a huge deal. But okay, at this point I was left positive. Which by the way, the video doesn't have anything to do with profit margins falling. Although the time frame she's referencing, I'm pretty sure uh, Etsy increased their fees. So that's just a flat, like they're just skimming a little bit more off the top from us. Um, in addition to, it could have been other things, like we know the fulfillment partners, she is selling print on demand. A lot of the fulfillment partners were increasing both their fulfillment costs, like base costs for the products at that time, and the uh, shipping costs. Was it the economy? Was there just that much more competition on Etsy? Should I have raised my prices and lowered my advertising budget? By the way, the economy, <laughs> check, and... Uh, more competition check yes both of those things i'm not saying that that's what she attributes it to but that is definitely those are two things we're facing as time moves forward what was it that i was doing wrong clearly there was no big mm for final sales push towards christmas and yeah i probably should have raised my prices however there was something lurking that was actually much much deeper than this and there were two major factors that were impacting my shop and made me feel like there was nothing i could do and in some ways that was true so the first factor i noticed and and this is why we're doing this video, the two factors. It's something that is a significant change within Etsy itself. And unfortunately, it's nothing any of us have any control over, but that's in the way that reviews are being shown to customers. So I went into Etsy to check out a few of my newer listings in the way that they are shown to customers and to try to see if they were already being copied or if they were being sold with the exact same design for half the price. So when I went into a few of my newer listings, which by the way, of course, does happen. <laughs> Whether it's pixel for pixel stealing of your designs, which is a lot more likely to happen if you sell on Amazon Merch. Not that it should deter you, but Amazon Merch does essentially let you just pull the full resolution PNG straight off the the you know product page, which is so dumb. Can't believe they still do that. Uh, but on Etsy, obviously, too, people you know have their ways of stealing designs, and it just is a part of doing business. Unfortunately, it sucks. Um, you know, it is what it is, though listings of course each of those listings doesn't have their own reviews yet it just shows the previous reviews from other items except that even though i'd had 
dozens and dozens of newer reviews. There was one sort of lunatic customers that had left a one-star review and that one review kept being pushed underneath every new item. So if Etsy didn't want my items to sell, it would just show that review underneath my newer listings that don't have their own reviews yet. And of course, there was nothing I could do. I could have more and more reviews, but Etsy would just continue to show this one-star review, which is extremely disappointing. Now for what it's worth, I'm not saying I disagree. I just don't know like a reasonable, viable way of tracking what reviews are being shown on our listings. Cause in theory it could change from person to person, right? You change your IP address, you see something different. You go incognito, you see something different in theory, right? Uh, but I do like the point she's making where you launch a new listing on Etsy. It doesn't have reviews yet. You start to, you know, Etsy will show some of your product reviews from customers, you know, generic in a generic block underneath. And, um, you know, what do you do? We don't control what they decide to show. And if they show a bad review, it really sucks, you know, but this is why also if you have anything you can do to get a customer to change their review from one star to five, it's worth doing in my opinion, because that one star can cost you so much more. And especially because Etsy just kept pushing this one star review day after day, even though I would receive new reviews every day, Etsy would just show this one. No matter how many other fabulous five-star reviews with photos and with long stories that customers would leave, nope, just kept showing this one along with the other ones. But let's face it, if you're a customer and it's busy Christmas season, you're not reading every detail and looking to see how many other five-star reviews there are. You're just seeing this one review and being like, yep, that's good, I'm, I'm out. Clear. Yeah, and I think Etsy shows what, like four reviews um, right underneath your product images now, so I mean, if it's, yeah, if one of those four is a bad one, it's going to significantly negatively impact your conversion rate in theory. And that would suck. Clearly, this is super disturbing. And this is part of the reason why I kept seeing comments on my YouTube videos of people saying it's impossible to sell anything on Etsy now. I get one bad review and that's all my customers are shown over and over and over. And yeah, that's exactly what was happening on newer listings on Etsy. And that still happens to this day. Also, if you guys want a, uh, I, I know nobody feels any pity towards me, but I did launch a new FBA SKU one time. As a, it, it wasn't like a standalone. It was a part of my like brand, so it did have that benefit. But the first order of this new SKU, which I mean, I had over $1,000 invested in, okay? Real money. Got a, got a one-star review right out of the gate. <laughs> so it's one thing, I mean, and I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess you could say like on Etsy, if they're gonna take one bad review and show it everywhere, that could also cost you more than, yeah, you know what, I don't need any sympathy. I didn't want it anyways, but just wanted to kind of laugh looking back at how ridiculous it was when that happened because it basically just tanked that product listing forever. It never really recovered. But yeah, I guess like if your Etsy shop's making a ton of sales and then it keeps showing the same bad review over and over, basically it just as bad, if not worse, you know, you just didn't prepay a thousand bucks for a product that you're going to now struggle to sell. Now I will say I have been a star seller on Etsy ever <clears throat> since the star seller program has started on Etsy. So this whole review debacle just seemed insane. But then it all took a turn for the worst when I received a three-star review for this one listing. And no matter how many more five-star reviews with photos and stories and thank yous, I still have this three-star review that continues to be pushed out. Some days it's pushed to the second or third page of the reviews and then maybe I sell one of the items. And if not, then it just keeps being pushed and pushed and pushed. So of course, I no longer have a bestseller badge on this listing because Etsy keeps pushing out this frankly ridiculous review so this and etsy engineers are not known to be uh the best in the business 
it's a nice way of putting it. I used to be a web developer, so I should be allowed to comment. Um, they've never done anything that I've seen, you know what I mean, that, that has struck me that um, they are competent. You know, they, they seem to go well out of their way to do one thing, and that's about it, just one thing really well, and that is prevent <laughs> anybody that's had their shop closed from ever selling on Etsy again. They are incredibly good at that, and I don't know anything else that they do well that, that I can think of. This has been the first month where I've lost a bestseller badge on this listing, which is super <clears throat> unfortunate because not only am I losing money from this listing, but so is Etsy. Also worth noting, guys, a lot of like the big Etsy sellers, I'm assuming um, her included, I don't know her name, uh, you know, it's almost like the, the 80, 20 rule where you make maybe 80% of your money from 20% of your listings. So losing a, be a literal bestseller, uh, would have a, you know, in theory, significant, significant, uh, negative impact on your overall numbers. All right. But enough of the things that I really can't control in my <clears throat> Etsy shop anyways, but I would really like to see Etsy taking a look at what is happening with reviews because there's no point in them pushing and pushing and pushing poor reviews out to customers from customers who are already there, who are looking to purchase. And instead of showing some of the better reviews for your item, they're really pushing out some of these poor reviews for things that don't even apply or are already irrelevant because other people have left amazing reviews. Now I totally- Yes, Etsy developers put a, you know, like evaluate the date associated with the reviews and prioritize, you know, some of the newer reviews, right? That's simple, low hanging fruit, easy to implement, you know, 60 seconds of code. Yeah, that customers are allowed to leave their honest feedback, but when Etsy continues to push out a poor review, over there were recently a number of listings that shops had deactivated and even whole shops suspended. Of course, there was a lot of drama. Long story short, Etsy wants to ensure that the items being sold on Etsy are unique and unique to Etsy. So Etsy- Okay, I skipped a little bit there. That's why it jumped, but I wanted to get to the second thing. Okay, I'm gonna rewind it and just let her say that one more time. Number of listings that shops had deactivated and even whole shops suspended, of course. So she was saying she survived the whole mock-up thing, I think. Um, now she's gonna talk about the second thing that she thinks really negatively impacted her shop. This is what I thought was uh, really interesting. First, there was a lot of drama. Long story short, Etsy wants to ensure that the items being sold on Etsy are unique and unique to Etsy. So Etsy wants items that are still unique and not sold on other platforms. And one of the ways that Etsy has tried to do this is with a computer program that scours for identical listings or identical items through identical photos. So getting- All right, I gotta pause here. I'm not disagreeing. However, I just wanna say that I do not know if what she just said, I don't know concretely that it's true. All right, in theory, it could be but I always like to also try to confirm these things. And it's like, it kind of makes sense. I went to the Etsy help center where it's like, you know, hopefully they'd publish an article or something where it tells us this. Like it does make sense that Etsy would want to be the only place on the internet you could find something, right? But at the same time, it's, you know, I'm also just thinking out loud here and I apologize, it's not cohesive, right? I recently did a video. We looked at the best-selling products. Uh, let's just summarize it like this. We looked at the best-selling product categories on etsy.com okay we used etsy hunt to do that far and away clothing was the number one category the clothing category and a huge part of that is from print-on-demand sellers and print-on-demand lends itself to very easily make your products available not only on etsy.com but on other markets amazon shopify 
Walmart, eBay, etc. You know what I mean? Like it's very easy to do. So would Etsy that has so many other things I feel like they could invest their developers time and effort into go out of their way to pay for software that scans beyond the scope of their Etsy.com domain to look for duplicate images. Like in theory, it's possible. I'm not saying that they don't do it. I mean, honestly, Etsy, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Therefore Etsy actually, now that I think about it might do it because I can't make sense of a lot of their decision-making, but um, anyway, sorry to interrupt for so long. Let's go back to why my sales were down so much in Q4 of 2022. Well, at the end of November 22, I realized that I had copied all of my Etsy t-shirt listings onto my Shopify store approximately 90 days prior. So that would be just about enough time for my items in my Shopify store to start to be indexed in Google. And then when Google would see that I had the same photos in my Shopify store and the exact same photo with the same file name because it's the same photo in my Etsy shop. Well, for what it's worth, um, when you upload to pretty much every platform, they do change the file name. Not that it's a bad point she's making. I'm not trying to be nitpicky here. I'm just saying that like you can download the files and see what they're named and almost I mean, 100% of the time, basically, they'll, they'll change the, the file name. Google doesn't like that very much. This was a... That being said, yeah, like you can have duplicate images though. So like the, the digital signature of the rows and columns of pixels that makes up these images can be the same. You know what I mean? If you, if you literally export your Etsy shop and then upload it to a Shopify store and it keeps the exact same primary thumbnails, then what she just described, that situation absolutely makes sense. Huge mistake. And the reason that I know that it was adding my items to my Shopify store was that I didn't add all of them. I added my t-shirts and I didn't add many of my mugs or sweatshirts. So clearly I could see that my t-shirts weren't selling and my sweatshirts and mugs were still fine. That's interesting. If it's true, I mean, that definitely lends itself to being, you know, validation uh, of her theory. It's just crazy to think that uh, and she's gonna go and keep on elaborating. I'm just thinking of like the the software aspect. Like, is Etsy the one that's docking her from internal site search because they have some automated software looking beyond the scope of Etsy.com? That part I have trouble buying into. But what she's about to go into is a little bit more feasible in my mind. All right, so let me make a little bit more sense out of this. If you've watched some of my previous videos, you'll know that I've mentioned that Etsy really loves it when you bring Etsy additional traffic, additional visitors, or even additional backlinks, whether that's through social shares or from Google or other search engines. Well, previously, when I would look on Google images, I would find many of my t-shirts and many of my sweatshirts ranked at the very top of the search bar, not in the shopping, not in the targeted shopping ads, but literally within Google image search itself. Well, when I added my listings to my Shopify store, Google essentially saw those items as duplicates from Etsy and my Shopify store. It's going to show one or the other. And See, I like that idea. I believe in that. I believe that that could be true. Google saw my Shopify store as more authentic and showed those photos way down in Google search if I was lucky. And I had lost all of the previous backlinks to my Etsy shop that Etsy loved. So but see, then I'm like, oh, but is that true too? Because Etsy.com domain authority vastly exceeds 
any new .com Shopify domain that you just launched. So I, I don't know. Well, this left my Etsy shop without any external signals and possible shares and possible customers. All of these rankings and things that Etsy absolutely loves. Think about it. Etsy is now giving us discounts for bringing in external traffic. This is exactly what Etsy wants. And it was just a few months previous when I had added these items to Shopify and the changes would have likely started to come into effect right at the beginning of Q4. And so when I really dove into it, my listings that previously showed up on Google search now may as well have not even existed. So this is all very similar to the advice that was given in a Printify Facebook group. Their advice was to use unique mockups. And when you can order samples of items and take your own photos. And if you have stores on multiple channels, don't use the same mockup that you do for your Etsy shop. It See, I like that as a tip just in general, like switch the mockups up. It's not that hard, especially if you're using software like my designs, which can crank out bulk mockups and you can literally use the ones that they give us, give the members that use my designs, or you can upload your own and you can do it at scale. You know what I mean? You can do it up to 120 at a time, depending on your plan for my design. So I'm just saying like what she just said, I could implement very easily and it wouldn't even cost me any extra like time or effort, or I mean, extremely minimal. So I do like that as a tip. Like if you're going to upload to Etsy, push one primary thumbnail. If you're going to export your Etsy shop and push it to other places like Shopify, very easy, low hanging fruit, just switch up the primary thumbnail. I also just wanted to briefly mention guys that like me being a web developer, you know what I mean? I'm not doing like the black hat stuff, black hat being like, you know, kind of breaking the rules and whatnot, but like, it's not that hard to write a script, write a bot that can like go to people's Etsy shops. I mean, you see it when we use these tools, any tool that you've ever used for Etsy sellers that has a product database, is basically doing the same thing. They're using web crawlers and indexing all of the various listings on Etsy. And you could, in theory, take that same database that you just created from your web crawlers and create a Shopify store where you're selling all these things that aren't even your original listings. So I'm just saying that like, it may be that she listed her own products on Shopify. Uh, based on my experience too, uh, it could also just be that like other people just wrote bots that did it, did it for you, that also launched your same products on their own Shopify. And then if they make a sale, they'll just figure out how to fulfill it. You see what I'm saying? Like the number of products that I've had over the last six plus years on Amazon merch that were bestsellers that disappeared overnight. It's so vast. I can't even estimate it. You know what I mean? But I just kind of keep that mindset of moving forward rather than looking backwards because filing takedowns and getting into those little wars with people or, or pricing, you know, undercutting each other. It's like, yo, that, that can work. And the, the less products you have for sale, the more viable the strategy it is. Fortunately, like I've always been successful at merch, so I keep tearing up. I keep getting more upload slots. I just move forward. You know what I mean? And you guys know my strategy these days. I'm in like these fringe evergreen niches where I don't even get ripped off because there's not enough meat on the bone. It's not worth it. It's common sense really, but don't think you can just copy your Etsy shop into Shopify and that everything will be fine. Clearly I didn't steal my own designs. That's not what I'm talking about. And yes, I am still making sales on Etsy. I had 54 orders on Black Friday. Woo! And yes, there are, of course, still many other reasons that my sales are down from previous years. Yes, there's lots of competition. Yes, customers have less money for spending. But despite taking down all of the listings from Shopify, it was too little too late. This already had an enormous impact on my Etsy shop. While this isn't exactly the same as having my photos copied and stolen on a foreign website of which I can't get down or it's impossible to get it taken down by a copier, 
it's still worth knowing that your photos help to authenticate and make your items on Etsy even more unique and valuable within Etsy's eyes. And having unique, dedicated photos just for your Etsy shop matters significantly, not just for Etsy's sake, but also for the way your Etsy listing is seen in other websites and search engines. Like Google, I think it's a great point that she's making, guys. Uh, and if you want to watch the full video, I'm going to put it as the first link in the description. So make sure to go uh, let her know that you saw, you know, my reaction video and that you appreciated her her content. I do think it's a great, you know, very interesting idea that she's sharing here in this video, and it's worth considering moving forward because if there's one thing that we know, it's that like the internet, <laughs> you know, is vast and it's only going to get vaster, right? And websites like uh, Redbubble that really struggled to keep up with like uh, an SEO strategy adjusted for the fact that they're getting basically flooded with new product listings every day. Like they didn't figure it out and Redbubble got penalized severely. You know what I mean? Their business is in the dumps and maybe this is Etsy trying to adjust for that fact. You know what I mean? Etsy also makes you pay 20 cents per listing. So they're always going to be in pretty good shape either way because they're going to get that, you know, 20 cents here and there. Um, but anyways, I thought it was a really interesting video some stuff worth considering. I would love to hear from you guys, your thoughts on this issue. What do you think it was? Is there validity, you know, to Etsy docking you because you posted your same, you know, primary thumbnails or product listings to another place. Also, I thought this was a good chance to recommend that you export your Etsy shop and sell it on fair, which is a B2B marketplace where you can set your minimum order quantity to like 10 units or more, right? It's a great opportunity Marielle, my girlfriend, my fiance, fiance now is killing it on fair. I'm going to drop her invite link to the fair marketplace in the description. I think honestly, I'm not just recommending this. I know she's killing it. All right. And you can literally export your Etsy shop, load it up on fair and be up and running in a couple days. If you want to learn more, um, well, number one, I guess, check out that link to start your shop, but also my private community. We're going to be talking about that. So that'll also be linked in the description. Thank you guys for watching. Please hit that like button and subscribe. Go check out the original uploader, uh, teacher and beyond. So what was it called? The teacher and beyond. Yes. That's in the top, uh, top link of the description and I'll see you guys tomorrow with a new video.